This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Friday, March 18th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Water Commission Chair resigns. Federal loan for sites and signs of movement on shipping reform. Water Commission Chair resigns. Teresa Alvarado led her last meeting this week as chair of the Water Commission. Alvarado cited personal and professional demands and stepping down. She held back tears in making the announcement and called her service to the commission an incredible honor and a true joy. When Governor Newsom appointed her to the commission in August 2019, Alvarado was working at an urban land planning organization in San Francisco. She took a position last summer as a regional vice president for Pacific Gas and Electric Company. The eight-member commission is set to cast the deciding vote later this year on approving funding for the site's reservoir project proposal. On Wednesday, two commissioners voted against a measure to allocate an additional $25 million to sites and have been skeptical that sites will meet the environmental marks set out in Proposition 1's water bond. Federal loan could bump sites closer to the finish line. EPA has invited sponsors of the site's reservoir project to apply for a $2.2 billion loan through the Water Infrastructure Finance and Innovation Act. According to proponents, this will bring the project significantly closer to construction and completion. California Senators Diane Feinstein and Alex Padilla immediately applauded the announcement. I'm pleased that California is finally on the verge of constructing several major storage projects, said Feinstein at a statement. Sites Reservoir is the largest and will provide the most significant benefits for our water system. Padilla added that sites would, quote, help prevent runoff water from being wasted. SWP deliveries will not be zero percent. Earlier this week, Department of Water Resources Director Carla Nemeth shared plans for reducing water allocations for the state water project. The department has clarified to AgriPulse that allocations will drop from the current 15%, but not down to 0%. DWR will announce the new allocation later this morning. Keep in mind, DWR cut water deliveries to 5% in March last year and began the current water cycle with a historic 0% allocation for December. Appeals Court turns down requests to halt chlorpyrifos ban on food crops. A federal appeals court has rejected an effort by farm groups to stay the Environmental Protection Agency's revocation of food tolerances for chlorpyrifos, which went into effect February 28th. The 8th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals in St. Louis denied one of the petitions for a stay, citing a lack of jurisdiction in the matter because the motion was filed before February 28th. But the court did rule in a separate petition that the group's challenge can proceed. You can read our full report at agripulse.com. Senate to set up talks on key House bill. The Senate next week will take a key step to begin negotiations with the House on an international competitiveness bill. That's important to agriculture in part because the House version of the bill includes the Ocean Shipping Reform Act, 
which would force ocean carriers to take on agriculture exports at U.S. ports instead of shipping back empty containers. The Senate next week will take the procedural step of wrapping, of swapping the text of its own competitiveness bill, which lacks the OSRA, for the House bill. Then, the amended version will be sent back to the House, allowing negotiations to begin on the final version of the legislation. Farm groups hope some form of OSRA makes it into whatever compromise emerges from those talks. In the meantime, the Senate has a different version of the OSRA, which is not quite as strong as the House version, uh, that the Senate Commerce Committee will vote on as a standalone measure next Tuesday. The committee's chairwoman, Maria Cantwell of Washington, has said that the bill will serve as the Senate's position on OSRA going into talks with the House. Now, do take note, some sponsors of the House OSRA held a roundtable yesterday Representative Dusty Johnson, the South Dakota Republican, made it clear the final terms were negotiable. Nobody wins when we start drawing lines in the sand. And while the House will fight for its preferences, getting something done takes a priority, Johnson said. Ukraine, Russia targeting farm equipment and machinery. Ukraine is doing its best to keep its farms operational, but the Russian invasion making that difficult, a Ukrainian representative has told the World Trade Organization's Agriculture Committee. The Russian military is making it even harder by targeting Ukraine farm equipment and machinery, and the Ukrainian representative said. Geneva trade officials recounted Ukrainians' discussions with the committee this week. According to them, Ukrainian officials said, quote, it's farmers doing their best not to miss the growing season while putting their lives at risk. However, should the current circumstances not improve, he said Ukraine would be forced to restrict exports to ensure national food security. You also said no. The House yesterday voted 4 to 28 to 8 to suspend normal trade relations with Russia and Belarus, allowing President Biden to raise tariffs on Russian goods. The bill also requires U.S. trade representative to push for the suspension of Russia's involvement in the WTO. Farm credit chief. Interest rate hikes are manageable. Todd Van Hoos, president and CEO of the Farm Credit Council, believes Farmers can handle the increased interest rates that are on the way as the Fed Reserve fights inflation. The Fed raised its target federal funds rate by a quarter percentage point this week. It's likely to raise rates by a full point and maybe more by this time it's done than who said to AgriPulse newsmakers in an interview. Even if they rise a full percent, we're still talking about very, very low interest rates, he said. A 30-year farm ownership loan will still be pretty affordable, he said. This week's segment of Newsmakers will be available today at agripulse.com. Farmers worried about just breaking even, AFBF says. The cost of producing crops could outpace revenues this year, leaving many farmers wondering whether they will be able to break even. An American Farm Bureau Federation economist writes in a market intel report, The largest expected production expense increase in 22 is fertilizer, increasing 12% from 21 to 22, following a 17% increase from 20 to 21, 
Farm Bureau economist Shelby Myers wrote. In addition, she said, heading into the 22 growing season, farmers are facing supply chain challenges like never before, and that's why it's hitting their wallets like never before, too. Here's today's She Said It. So I am officially the COVID chair of the California Water Commission. That Commissioner Alvarado, who served as chair from the first remote meeting of the pandemic of until the last one on Wednesday. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Friday, March 18th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Alley.